This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended to cause or induce breach of an existing agency agreement. Hello? 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 This is the Vancouver Commercial with a state podcast. And welcome back to the Vancouver Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Wright. And I'm your sometimes host, Adam Scalina. Corey, you're, you're looking fit. I gotta well, say, it looks like you uh, you did some exercise yeah, this week. I, I don't know if I'd call it exercise or dying. I might look fit, but I am sore. And we talk about this a little bit on today's episode with our guest, Harry Jones, from our William Wright Commercial Victoria office. Right. Giving us an update on how they're doing over there. Harry Jones is 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 ripped. He's a he's so, a uh, professional rugby player. Yeah, he went to the Olympics. You ever seen like that sculpture of David? <laughs> okay, so we talk about that. We joke on the episode about this. How I make my way around the province every month to all the offices, and when I go to the interior offices, it's like you know we're out having wine after. You know we're doing the interior thing, right? Right. And I go over to spend the night with the guys in Victoria for a couple of days, and everyone's off work, and we're 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 going to F forty five. F45. And we should preference that three of our, our members in our Victoria office, two are ex-Olympians. Yeah. One of them played professional rugby. Right. Right. So there's, uh, you mean they're in good shape. So they dragged me to the F45 class, which I've never done before. And Harry Jones, like I said, sculpted, David, like ripped. I'm in his group. Yeah. At F45. And I just so he's got, putting like three plates on the oh, bar, he, and you're he, and you're uh, just finishing your last plate of cake. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I I'm lifting the bar, and that's yeah. about all I'm lifting. Yeah. Harry Harry comes out with the, the Olympic ones that aren't even an option for the everyday person. He grabs the Olympic weights that are five times heavier than everything. Right. When I left, I couldn't feel my body below my waist, and I've experienced pain and muscles I didn't even know I had the next day. So you going back? Uh, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can. I can tell you this: I can I can see how it works. Right. I can understand how people get in shape pretty quick <laughs> with that concept. And uh, it was it was an awesome, all joking aside, it was an awesome time. I'm definitely feeling it a couple of days later. Yeah. Definitely, I'm sure, going to end up back there at some point. But uh, without delay, Harry Jones on our episode today. I love this one. It's a great episode. We're checking in on Victoria because we've got a lot of people kind of emailing us because people have obviously heard interest rates are going up. Is the market slowing? Where is it slowing? Victoria just keeps propelling itself upwards. So right. we have we wanted to bring Harry on today to give us an update on the asset classes over there. How's the industrial market? Where's Harry investing? And he just kind of really unpacks it. And you really, you know, he talks about great opportunities. You can understand why the metrics work so well in Victoria. Yeah, and and Harry has some sound advice if you're an investor, or someone great who's been on uh, on the sidelines in Victoria. So. So hang tight for that. But uh, why don't we cut to this conversation with Harry? Yeah, it's a great one. It's a long one. So let's enjoy it. This podcast is presented by Impact Commercial. 
Impact Commercial, John, Allen, the team over there are fantastic. They've been, all been on the show. They have, yeah. Friends of the show. Great guys. Wealth of experience. They can help with all your commercial financing needs. Whether it's owner-occupiers, land development funds, commercial investments, or multifamily, these guys got you covered. And they recently obtained their CMHC correspondent lender status. So for all your commercial lending needs, visit them at impactcommercial.ca. That's impactcommercial.ca. All right, we're here with Harry Jones, senior broker from our William Wright Commercial Victoria office. Harry, how are you doing today? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. Harry, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I've been uh, working over here with the William Wright Victoria Group for about three years now since we opened up the brokerage. And previously before that, I've been playing rugby with the national team, both the teens and teams, most recently retiring from the Olympics this past summer. Um, commercial appraiser as well with VR Cole, which is a firm, appraisal firm in town here. That's fantastic. One of the reasons we brought you on uh, today is because we're getting a lot of questions about the Victoria market and, and surrounding areas. Can you talk a little bit about what's going on in the market right now in the commercial real estate market in Victoria? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the, the word's definitely out. I think COVID's expedited that. Um, obviously, it's been a shift and people want to live in, I mean, in quotations, more rural areas at times. And although Victoria is not rural, um, people are able to kind of yeah, and enjoy life a little bit more and, and live in a you know, very beautiful part of the world. Um, you know, a lot of trade areas have seen a lot of interest all up and down the island. Um, and obviously on the commercial side, there's been quite a bit of action over the last few years. So Harry, we, we've got continuous emails from, from listeners. I think all, all six of our listeners emailed in. And people were asking questions because we obviously, interest rates are going higher and, and we obviously we're very bullish on Victoria as a whole. Victoria seems to have almost, I don't say bucked the trend we've seen, where naturally we've seen a little bit of a slowdown as interest rates go higher, but also people seem to be on you know, hyper-accelerated travel mode. So I don't think 100% of the slowdowns caused by the interest rates just yet are hard to tell. But Victoria just keeps moving upwards. Why is that? What, 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 is, what is leading the way, leading the charge with Victoria? Why is it continuing to buck the trend when most places are plateauing or slightly slowing down? Victoria is still on that trajectory of uh, moving upwards. Yeah, I mean, you've obviously seen a lot of urban sprawl in Vancouver, and I think similar to Victoria, we're, we're landlocked over here. You obviously have the South Island area. If you want to go out west, you know, you go to Souk, and then up north, you're on the Malahat along the Trans Canada up to some kind of tertiary markets, and then the next larger market is going to be Nanaimo. So, a lot of a lot of developers and um, bigger groups have seen this opportunity, obviously, and wanted to put. Uh, their money there, but I still think there's quite a bit of money on the sidelines that are waiting to kind of see how things shake out. Um, we're quite busy over on the island here. Um, still quite a bit of opportunity, and even in the summer months here, we've been yeah trying to keep our head above water. So Victoria, you know, has been home, or or you know, I guess you, guess you could say home to almost the lowest vacancy rate of the industrial asset class in North America, as well as home to the highest industrial lease rates. In Canada, I think there was a report came out that that had Langford or not Langford, but Greater Victoria as the highest lease rates for industrial in Canada. Why Victoria? Is it just a lack of supply in that asset class, or I mean, is it a combination of the absorption of the new product coming on and demand continues to outpace? You mean construction, which is just obviously overtaking it because there's just there's no opportunities. 
Yeah, um, large amount of pent up demand. Um, not a lot of large, not a lot of larger construction that's been happening over the last few years, but we're starting to see that come through now. There's about uh, just over six hundred thousand square feet of construction underway right now, with a, a handful of uh, industrial developments. Most recently, Connor, Connor, my business partner, and a broker over here in the William Wright office. Just finished the sales at West Shore Business Park, which is bringing just over 100,000 square feet. But you have a handful of other ones that are in the short term here going to relieve some of that stress. But with the amount of demand coming through and, and the absorption that's happened in the pre-sale developments, it's, uh, you know, the, the demand it keeps going and the price per foot metrics keep going up. Um, we're seeing an average of about just over $17 a square foot. But those asking rates in these new developments are going to be well above that. So Harry, as you, you'd be living under a rock at this point to think that you haven't heard about construction rates that have been ballooning in cost over the past four, six, or eight months. From a new construction standpoint, specifically into the industrial class, are price per foot on the, re- on the, on the pre-sales going up? And if so, are people buying still as these rates grow? Is that, a, is that a reflection of how high demand is? Yeah, in short, the answer is yes. You know, we've had industrial pre-sale strata price per foot metrics around the kind of low mid 300s and that's escalated over the last year or so up to even eclipsing 500 a foot at pc urban's cornerstone developments as of late. i'm certainly seeing that demand obviously with interest rates escalating it doesn't make as much sense on an investor base we're seeing more owner occupiers right now i think that might shift in the in in the medium term but uh, definitely a a large amount of pent-up demand and on the leasing front with a average of about 15 bucks a square foot you know, these projects are going to lease out well above that. And, you know, just no one can buy any listing that goes up right now for an industrial lease gets scooped up right away. It's, uh, yeah, there's just a, a large amount of pent-up demand. Just wondering the where the money's coming from right now, Harry. Is it is it people from Vancouver? Or is it is it lo- local money in, on the island? Or who who's buying right now? Yeah, we're seeing a, a lot of out-of-town out, out investors, especially when the price per foot metric slightly lower. Say a year ago, we're seeing a lot of investors were quite bullish seeing what's going on in, in Vancouver with you know, price per foot metrics going over 700 bucks per square foot for industrial strata. Just seeing the opportunity over here with somewhat comparable price per foot uh, leasing rates. I think in Vancouver, they're, they're in and around 20 bucks and we're at 17 here. But the new product, you're probably looking more at that $19 a square foot just because there isn't anything out there right now. I know a colleague in our office, Jeff Haas, who's doing the leasing for West Shore, he's doing some deals at 19 a foot right now, which just shows that there's obviously no product on the market right now over the next couple of years is going to be, you know, that half a million square feet coming to the market. But as of right now, there's just no options for these uh, um, these tenants coming through. So, Harry, you know, industrial obviously is sort of self-propelling itself. What about like the retail sector over there? You mean, you mean is, is retail still robust? like it was throughout the pandemic there, which just seemed like steady eddy and continuing to grow. How's the retail sector right now in the greater Victoria marketplace? Yeah, no, retail's come back obviously through through COVID. You know, a lot of tenants and, and smaller businesses struggled because of, especially in Victoria with tourism slowing down or stopping altogether. Um, you know, we've seen an influx. The streets are busy again. So these retail tenants are, are quite a bit more bullish. You know, I mean, interest rates don't affect them as much. Um, construction costs and for new um, shelf space might slow them down a little bit. But we've definitely seen uh, the vacancy rate dip and uh, a lot of these um, end users a lot more um, in demand right now. So, Harry, for the, for the retail investor standpoint there, you mean, is, is that market, 
you know, in the middle of COVID was things were selling over asking multiple offers. It almost seemed like the market that you couldn't find a better market to buy into if you could find a freestanding or a well-positioned strata in the retail sector there in Greater Victoria. How is that investor side of the marketplace right now? Is it still as exciting as it once was? Is demand still as high as we saw during the pandemic? Yeah, I mean, it definitely obviously depends on the types of asset you're looking at. Um, on the strata side, there's there's a strong amount of demand, and there's not a lot of product in the market for that. Whether it's you know offices relative, relatively non-existent retail pop up there, but um, it gets scooped up quite quickly. I mean, you just can't buy or you can't build for the same cost that you could a year or two ago. So I think those price growth metrics are going to stay high. We're seeing some products sit in the market for a little bit. The days on market starting to increase interest rates and the numbers not making as much sense, but there's still a strong amount of demand from what I'm seeing. Our phones are still ringing for those type of opportunities, especially because I think groups are starting to see, you know, maybe the bottom of this uh, this dip here, and obviously that's a, a time for a good opportunity to pick up some, uh, some of the low-hanging fruit. Harry, what, what asset class are you most excited about right now? Uh, I'm hot off the West Shore Business Park Development on the industrial side. And really enjoying that with the business product on our brave. The, the leasing front's going to be quite busy. I think land in general is going to be a hot one too, just based on the amount of uh, groups that want to come in and, and, and move into this you know beautiful part of the world. Um, obviously, we're maybe in a, a small speed bump right now, but I think if we if we look back a year or two, people are going to realize that there's not a lot of land here and a crazy amount of demand for people to live. So I think on the uh, the development side. I think there's a lot of opportunity, and then, and then the industrial side. It's it's tough to get land in the South Island area, but I think up Mid Island and the Nanaimo trade market is going to be another area that people are going to hone into in the in their future here. You mentioned the speed bump. Is is now an opportunity for buyers? Like, should buyers be buying right now, or should should buyers be holding tight? Um, I think it's a great time to be ready to jump on some good opportunities. Obviously, some some owners might get. Uh, pushed out of the market just based on maybe refinancing. So there could be some some really good opportunities. Uh, I think that people might sit and wait a little bit too long, um, thinking that there's going to be you know a bigger dip than what's expected. And then you're going to look back and say, you missed an opportunity. You might have to wait another five or 10 years or something like that. So yeah, I think, I mean, if you're looking long-term, I think the Victoria and on the Bank of Brown, a great market to get into. And yeah, we're, we're busy as ever right now. So I think now is definitely the time. So Harry, what, one asset class we want to find out more about, like the office market. Victoria has never been traditionally an office market. There, I know there's some new office product coming to the market. That's very, very exciting. I know we've talked about before in the past, sort of the lack of strata office opportunity, especially for the owner occupiers looking to acquire their own space. How's the overall office market in Victoria? Yeah, generally speaking, as you know, increased vacancy through COVID, obviously that's come back. I mean, a lot of turnkey spaces, um, will, will get scooped up, and that's because there is a just not a part of the market. Some, some of these groups have the pick of the litter. So, you know, we're seeing these these turnkey office spaces where groups can just, you know, walk in on a lease and, and just get ready to go. That's that's obviously seeing a strong amount of demand. I think that the strata office play is something that would be quite strong in the basically right now and in the near future, just because there there isn't much out there when anything pops up, it gets scooped up quite quickly. Because the owners are looking to Owners of businesses are looking to own their own and, and pay off their mortgage rather than someone else's. So I think that's another great opportunity for groups to look into. When, when it comes to retail and office space, Harry, do you have an area that you're excited about in the in in the Greater Victoria area? Um, yeah, I mean, going back to that Strata office, I think there's going to be a great opportunity there. 
I know that in the uh, at Westshore Business Park, we're actually launching a um, four-story uh, office tower up there, which will be on a strata sales basis, which would be just a really good opportunity for groups to come into the hub of the South Island area, easily accessible from all neighboring trade areas on the South Island, and then also right off the Trans-Canada Highway, which takes you up to all the tertiary markets ahead of Nanaimo, and then all the way up to, you know, Comox, Courtney, Cumberland, and, um, and, and Parksville as well. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited about that side of it. And, uh, yeah, I think that retail is going to remain quite strong. I, again, I think there's going to be some some more good industrial opportunities coming up in the near future. So, Harry, you just quickly touched there about heading up island to the Central Island area, and you touched on Nanaimo. What are your thoughts on Nanaimo, obviously? I mean, it seems like the little brother almost to Victoria, but has made huge strides and sort of trying to keep pace with the the overall demand Victoria is seeing. What are your thoughts on the Nanaimo market or that Central Island market? Yeah, I think we're seeing a lot of interest coming in there, a good amount of institutional money, some great mixed-use buildings in the downtown Nanaimo area popping up as well that are getting scooped up quite quickly. We're working with uh, Steiner Properties on a mixed-use development of about 25,000 square feet of retail and office in the downtown Nanaimo area. So they're really trying to bring back the vibrancy of the area and, and increase that tourism, you know, locals, you know, enjoying the area as well. Um, I do really think that that South Nanaimo area on an industrial basis will be great too, just based on the uh, uh, infrastructure upgrades that are happening um, to do points on the transportation side of things as well. Harry, I'm I'm just thinking about how the city of uh, Victoria has changed since COVID, and and specifically, I mean, we you know historically the region was known for you know newlyweds and nearly deads, and obviously COVID's had a big impact on that. How have you wa- how have you seen the city change? Um, in the past few years? Yeah, you're starting to see a shift in uh, age demographic for sure. I think obviously through COVID, people have been able to work more remotely and, and move to places that they enjoy, but can also be busy with work. So, uh, you know, we're seeing a, a lot of interest and in what comes with that is, you know, a, a busy commercial market. Obviously, we get a lot of spillover from the residential side and the fluctuations there. So, I mean, it's a beautiful place to live. I mean, I, I try to, you know, keep it to the basics and we're, we're geographically constrained, you know, we've got water on all sides of us almost. And, you know, it's just a beautiful place to live. So, you know, looking at those factors, I think it's going to continue to expand and get a, a strong amount of interest moving forward. Harry, we, we haven't touched base on, and I wanted to at least bring it up for a quick second there. Multifamily space. That's one asset class that I mean, had you I mean go back five years ago, maybe six years ago now, you, you know, you saw very attractive cap rates with almost the exact same, if not better, vacancy rates than we saw here on the mainland street, mainland area, which then a lot of institutional money and private investors and that all flocked there, pushing the cap rate down to very similar cap rates we see over here. How's the multifamily side of the business out there? Obviously, vacancy rates are still really, really low. Rents are are gaining great momentum from the landlord standpoint, not so good from the tenant standpoint. How's the investment market over there for multifamily? Yeah, I mean, over over the last couple of years, I think synonymous with a lot of other uh, trade areas has been quite busy. Um, you know, suppressed cap rates and, and you know, multiple offers on most, you know, most properties that come up uh, for, uh, for sale. Obviously, with interest rates shifting, we've seen products set in the market for a little bit longer. And cap rates starting to creep up a little bit, which again, obviously, you know, shows that there is some opportunity coming here. I think the long, long-term outlook is very, very bullish for Victoria and that asset class. Um, and I think groups that capitalize on, you know, these happens right now and time themselves well, will, will do quite well long-term. So if I, if I understand it correctly from a strategy perspective, now is the time to be kind of getting your ducks in a row 
and monitoring the market for opportunities. Is that is that right? Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I mean, it never hurts to look, um, and, and it definitely never hurts to be prepared because when a good opportunity does come up, if you don't have your ducks in a row, you're just not going to be able to jump on it with a, you know, a strong amount of comfort. You know, at William Wright Commercial here, we obviously try and tee up everything so you have your appraisals and your, your lenders and everything all, all prepared for those opportunities. So I'm always happy to answer any questions on that side and be a one-stop shop for any group looking to, to invest or part uh, here. If Harry Jones had as much money as he needs to buy whatever asset class he wants on Vancouver Island, what's Harry Jones buying? And where? And where, yeah, and where? Um, I'll probably look at a two-pronged approach here. Probably in the South Island, Victoria area, I'd, I'd look at waiting for some good opportunities in the the cap rates uh, jumping up a little bit, and then on the industrial side, I've been you know specializing in that quite a bit, and I think that there's going to be some good opportunities in the South Nanaimo area. I, I really like right now. Um, not too much going on right now, and the word isn't quite out. Um, and then again, obviously, you know, industrial in the Greater Victoria area is so strong right now that definitely from an owner occupier standpoint, you're going to do really well. And, and the investors that have gone into the market are obviously going to be seeing the benefits coming up here soon. So Harry, we didn't touch base on this too much. You did mention it, but for our listeners there that don't know, Harry was recently at the Olympics and Adam is a diehard F45-er. You are in phenomenal shape. When I was over at the Victoria office this past week, the Victoria office dragged me to F45 for the first time. Is this a franchise question? No, no, this is, this is, <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing myself under the bus question. So I can barely physically move two days later. And when I'm working out, I have to work out next to Harry at the F45. And I am grabbing the very small weights there is. And my back hurts. And Harry is doing the super deadlift. Former Olympian. Former Olympian. Can't get any more weight on the bar lift. Harry, my question is, how would you rate my performance <laughs> as a first-time F45-er? Honestly, probably... I mean, I give you an A for effort, but probably, you know, overall about a, you know, a six out of 10, I think, you know, when, when we're doing two sets there and, and you're rolling around on the floor for the second one, I, I don't know if uh, the owner, Jeff Hassler there was too happy about it. I was <laughs> looking for my contact just so in case you were wondering. <laughs> well, I'll be honest, I'll take the six. There. I'll take the six because I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of felt like my effort was like a two. So if, if it, if you're going to give me a six, that's pretty good. I was, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. For improvement. I'm not going to lie. I would, I would, I would look around when other people couldn't physically see what I was doing. And then second time around, I was taking breaks. Like they were, there was breaks. Call them. You, I call them breaks. You call them maybe skipping a set, but they were breaks overall. So I'll, I'll take <laughs> well, for, your, I'll take for, your six for, out of 10. Uh, yeah. For those, for those listening, Corey enjoyed, uh, I think some after work beers with the Kelowna office. And then he came over to Victoria and, uh, we took him for, for a, a workout, which he had to get wheeled out of. I was telling Adam the story before we before we hit record. Is is I I make my way around the province to every office once a month, and I was you know this past week I was in Kelowna and Kamloops, and I was telling people how the Kelowna office when they're done, we're all sitting at the keg and they're having wine and we're eating steak, and I go to Victoria to spend the night with the Victoria office, and when they're done, we're at F forty five. So. <laughs> Two two different two different uh, two different areas to go, and I I can't physically feel my my lower body at this point. But nevertheless, I appreciate you guys uh, you know dragging me to the F forty five and and making me feel as painful as I do now. So Harry, bef- 
But before we let you go, we got the six pack of lighthearted questions. So our guest gets to know you a little bit more outside of work. Normally I'd give you the option. Do you want to stay? But here we're going to tell you you're going to stay to join us for the six pack. Is that okay? The six pack is powered by our good friends over at Red Point Law. Red Point Law, Corey, Tim, Falco, Scott, and the team. These are great people with a wealth of experience when it comes to commercial closings and private lending. And I just want to say, Corey, not to cut you off, they have a perfect five-star review on Google. So for all your commercial legal needs, visit them at redpointlaw.ca with offices in Vancouver and now open in downtown Kelowna. All right. So question number one is, what is your favorite vacation spot? Italy, without a doubt. Oh, quick answer there. What What is it about Italy besides the pizza and the wine? Uh, no, it's the pizza and the wine. <laughs> 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 question number two, Harry, what's a book all of our listeners need to read? You know what? Tuesdays with Maury. I just finished it. Uh, completely off topic, but it's a good book. Favorite band? Um, oof. I'm going to go City in Color. Oh, good one. Good one. Dallas yeah. Smith. Yeah. I'm yeah not I saw him live. Uh, I saw him live with the Victoria office uh, a couple months back. Oh, good. No, good. Good choice. What show are you currently binge watching on Netflix? Actually, I'm watching a doc- documentary called How to Change Your Mind. It's about, uh, <laughs> it's about actually psychedelics. It's, uh, it's an interesting one. Interesting. So we'll have to get Corey some psychedelics and maybe F45 <laughs> will uh, enter, uh, <laughs> enter his world. <laughs> Harry, if you, if you find yourself on death row, what's your, what's your final meal? Um, I'm going to go back to the uh, pizza side of things and just any freshly, uh, freshly cooked pizza from, from, from Italy will do me just fine. Oh, that's perfect. Good choice. And uh, last yeah. but not least, uh, you're you're out singing karaoke, and somebody passes you a mic. What what song are you singing? I had to sing. Uh, well, I sung "These Eyes" for my first cap with rugby in front of the entire team on the bus after. So I'll have to go with that. That's, I can't uh, remember who the, the uh, guest. The guess who? Is. Burton Cummings, right? Yeah, that's a Winnipeg. Yeah. Uh, Winnipeg yeah. band. That's Adam's hometown. Oh, yeah. yeah, go Jets, go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> is there any video of that, Harry, by chance? <laughs> Uh, there is, but only I have it. Okay. I, I, my voice cracked. My voice cracked a few times on the mic. <laughs> well, well, Harry, for all of our listeners there, how can they find out more and get a hold of you to find out more what you're doing at William Wright Victoria over there? Yeah, I mean, they can contact, contact me directly at Harry at WilliamWright.ca or my uh, my direct cell number at two five zero six three four four nine four seven. I'm always happy to have a conversation and chat about the commercial market over here. Excellent. Well, hey, thanks for taking the time today, uh, Harry. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll love to, love to get you back on uh, in the near future for an update. Thanks for having me, guys. This was great. And there you have it, folks. Our interview with Harry Jones, senior broker with William Wright Commercial Victoria. There's a couple guys at the Victoria office, nicest guys ever, but they have like an extensive uh, careers as former professional rugby players. And they look like they could just rip your limbs like straight off your body if they wanted to. Yeah. But, but so, super nice guys. So when I, when I go over there and a lot of times we'll go out for lunch as a team and I'm, I'm five, nine, right. five, 10, if I comb my hair, right. When I'm walking around with all the guys in Victoria, it looks like I'm walking with muscle. Like right. I, I got security with me or something like that because they're all six, two to six, five. 
Yeah. All in phenomenal shape. And then you got this short little fat redhead guy. So it looks like I'm almost walking around with security behind me because we don't look like we all should be friends. Right. That's how out of, out of place. I like, remember the Sesame Street song, one of these things that doesn't belong yeah. to me? That is me when I go to Victoria. <laughs> but uh, that office is, is doing exceptionally well. Phenomenally and, well. And, and the Victoria great. market has been clearly on fire still even. Still. Um, and even when we looked at it, we touched base there a little bit on the episode there. We talk about how um, some projects over there, because construction costs have obviously grown tremendously, those prices unfortunately get passed on to the consumer where industrial rates, industrial price per foot, we're sometimes in the middle threes, high threes. And Harry mentioned some of them are now into the fives and they're still right. selling. Demand is so high for that, those asset classes. All the asset classes over there seem to be doing pretty well. The town's bustling when I was over there. It was just booming. Where do you hang out when you go to Victoria? Uh, like well, area-wise? Area, I'm not going to lie to you. I like, like the government street area. Like I like that kind of old town feel right. type of thing. And the water's just gorgeous. Anyway, I definitely don't stay at, stay at the Empress. That's for sure. That That's far beyond the <laughs> William Wright commercial travel budget. Um, but yeah, so we always try to go down there. We went to we went to this great restaurant. I don't know if I'm, I'm going I'm to give them a free plug here. Uh, Bard and Baron. Bard and Baron. I'm going to... Bard I'm and Baron. Gonna... I, could, I could be completely wrong with the name. Maybe help me out here. It's a, It kind of reminds me of Cardero's. Is it Bard and Banker? No. Boom and Batten. Boom and bad. I wasn't even close. What is happening here? Boom and bad. So it's, it's in a Squimal in Vic West. It is a phenomenal restaurant. We were in, the dining room is, is, is gorgeous. And you're literally on the water. The windows are all open and you can smell the salt water as you're eating your seafood. Okay, well, this is, so there's a Scottish-style pub called Bard and Banker, yeah, that, also on government. Yeah, the, we were in Vic West, so we were in ah. Squimalt. So, unfortunately, I know where that place is. I'm sure I've, I've had a few beers there. This is called Boom and Batten, I'm pretty sure. Boom and Batten. Boom and Batten. It's right. in Vic West. It's, it was, I didn't even know it existed. It was so nice. Wow. Amazing. And the best part is, they paid for me. The, the, the guys at the hey, office. Yeah, I, I was eating thing like, hey, I'm paying, right? So I'm yeah. like the one meatball, I'm sharing it, <laughs> right? Type of thing. And then I found it after, Connor, our, our, our managing broker, pays the bill. And the first thing that goes to my head was, damn, I could have got, got the lobster. I could have got all that stuff. <laughs> but phenomenal guys. Great team over there. We're so fortunate to have them. They're doing amazing. And that market continues to outpace most markets. Well, if you want to learn more about Victoria, you can definitely reach out to Harry Jones. Corey, if people want to reach out to you in, in uh, Vancouver for conversations about Vancouver or other markets in BC, how can people get in touch? Uh, they can send me an email anytime, Corey at WilliamWright.ca. Feel free to call our Vancouver office, 604-428-5255. Let us know what you're looking for. We'll put you in touch with the best broker throughout the province that meets your needs. Or you can visit our website, which as of next week, will be brand new. It's the better nice. late than never eight-month project we have, WilliamWright.ca. And you can sign up for the latest and greatest news. Fantastic. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week with another great episode of the Vancouver Commercial Real Estate Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Subscribe today.